Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Wide World on Money FM 89.3. Collide, embracing conflict to boost creativity. It's the title of a new book that's out by Taeguan Hin, the creative chairman of BBDO advertising firm here in Singapore. Uh, Guan is joining us in the studio today. Good morning. Welcome back hey, to Money morning, FM. Good morning, Glenn, Neil. It's so nice to be here. Great to have you. We're yeah. old friends, and we've had you on the show before in recent years, but it's been a while. But now you've got your first book. It's out. It hit the bestseller on Amazon. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Now, collusion sparks creativity. What does that mean? Take us through the, the premise of your book. Sure. You know, for all the viewers out there, right? I mean, creativity is something that we all need. And sometimes we lack, well, we lack coming out creativity because we're scared it's a, and all the things we come up with, it's very predictable. Mm. And you know, there are a lot of books about creativity, right? Mm. And as an Asian being brought up, I was born in a family of doctors <laughs> and I had to collide with my parents to become a, a, a creative person. And that collision sort of uh, disrupted my status quo. And I believe that embracing conflict can boost creativity in many ways. I would like to share this quote. Conflict is the primary engine of creativity and innovation. People don't learn by staring in the mirror. People learn by encountering differences. Mm. I think that's a fantastic way to start this conversation. So talk to me about creative conflict. Firstly, how would you define that? What is creative conflict? And secondly, how can we benefit from it? Sure. Creative conflict is, well, collide, if Mm. if I want to reframe it, is to instigate a conflict, right? To erupt new creative thinking. It's about discovering different tension points between two opposite poles. You know, when we, when we do work for Unilever, uh, which is what I do uh, for our clients, we just try and discover the contrast. We try to find the enemy. And by finding the enemy and finding the conflict that we're trying to solve, it helps us to generate new creative ideas. So can you give us an example of that? It doesn't have to specifically be Unilever. I mean, feel free to make one up or do a nameless example. So give us an example of what that enemy might look like. So let's talk about a few products that's out there. The fork and the spoon. Yep. Yep. And now, you know, when you collide... It comes up with a spark, right? Yep. So it's really interesting where, you know, obviously you're struggling to come up with, you know, two utensils. Swiss Army knife is a, a, a great example of, of a mashup. Let's think about movies, right? I mean, movie titles, True Lies. That's a collision in the title. And it's so funny. I just watched that. Jamie Lee Curtis and <laughs> yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I just watched it the other day. As a matter of yeah. 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 It was a great yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. And Cowboy and <laughs> Aliens. I mean, don't forget the Oscar winning show, which is, you know, everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm. That's a collision of comedy, action, kung fu, everything else. And we talk about food, right? Um, food, fusion food, mm. you know, Tex-Mex. Um, I worked on Kit Kat, and Kit Kat came out a few years ago. Kit Kat Nasi Lama, Kit Kat Chili Crab. That's also a great example of collusion. And also the latest CES that was launched, Honda and Sony came out with a car. And they went, when, um, when a car was launched, it was presented through a PS5 a controller. That's gaming and automobile. That's a great um, collision. So the too. CES, the Consumer yes. Electronics Show, is the yes. huge show in, yes. in it Las Vegas. It just happened a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's been used over years and everybody, you know, I think it's about using creative conflict as a tool, you know, mm. to just try and come up with ideas. And that would spark a lot of creativity. 
How do you judge – first of all, there's two, there's two things. How do you get your team to embrace that and to understand what that process looks like and to use it? But secondly, how do you, how do you come up with ideas that are not so far out of – human expectation that they fail with the consumer at the end of the day, right? Yeah. You know, Kit Kat and, like you said, chili crab, that, that's pretty wild. But you can also imagine Kit Kat with something else, you know, Brussels sprouts there was, might not be there quite was, there as was, interesting. There was durian chocolate. <laughs> durian and chocolate. And to say it's polarized yeah. would be an understatement. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how do you make sure that, first of all, you get your team who's creating this to, to, to do this effectively, mm. but then to make sure that the output is something that's actually going to be conflicty enough, but not too much conflict. Really great question. Really, really great question. That's why I like to give good questions. Yeah. You know. He does once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, this is a good one. So one framework that I've been using mm. is to collide familiar things, two familiar things together to create something unfamiliar. I mean, that's mm. a, a nice framework. I mean, using this thought, right? Because when you try and collide things that are unfamiliar, you get something a bit disgusting or you're not sure what it is. Mm. So the familiarity gives people the relate. I mean, it, people can relate to whatever that they're buying or the service is going to so be. So chili crab and Kit Kats. Yes, correct. For Peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. So, um, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, you know, in 2021, two Burger King came up with a chocolate whopper. A chocolate oh. whopper, yeah. Really? And it, was, it came oh. up during um, 1st of April, if I remember. And I thought it was an April Fool's joke. But it got me to try the product. <laughs> and when I tried it, yeah, I mean, it's okay. I mean, it wasn't fantastic. But because of this new invention, it made me want to try. Mm. So, listen, is it going to be perfect? Probably not. But mm. I think the experiment in terms of how you want to innovate allows us to give birth to interesting ideas. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And by coming up with interesting ideas, I think you're able to stand out from the crowd. You're able to sell better products. I think the most important is that you're able to create something that nobody has done before. But that's a fascinating example you gave about the chocolate whopper because, and I don't know the answer to this, that's why you have advertising agencies, but there's a fine line, isn't there, between a product of substance and a tacky gimmick. Mm -hmm. Now, the gimmick might pull you in initially, mm -hmm. a chocolate yeah. burger. But at, what is that? Where do you find that line between, look, in theory, you could put anything together to create mm -hmm. headlines, to mm -hmm. create a buzz. But ultimately, you need some form of substance okay. behind it. Would that okay. be fair? Very, very fair in you. So I'll give you another example. This is something that uh, BBDO worked on with mm -hmm. um, MOH, uh, MOHH, which is the Ministry of Health Holdings, right? So we... Healthcare is a really tough business and we need to recruit Gen Z. And, you know, Gen Z, what they're interested in? Games, right? Gaming. So what we did was we tapped into the gaming world, again, colliding with healthcare. And the most popular game platform is Fortnite, right? And we worked together with uh, LimeWire, a gaming agency, to create specially um, created game within Fortnite where we use the Marina Bay environment to create three challenges. The challenge is this. Instead of killing, why don't you start to heal? Hmm. So players, two players, will help each other to heal each other to win the game. Wow. So this, to me, is... Um, collision with a purpose. I mean, and real to, substance. Yes, yeah. and real substance. Yeah. And it was really, really successful. Yeah, I can imagine. Because, yeah. you know, when you think of gaming, it's about killing. But if you just turn things around, like when you collide stuff, it's about healing. 
How was it? Was, was it well received? Yes, it was well received. Yes, very, yeah. very well received. So, I mean, this is just one example that I personally worked on. Yeah. And also I did some work for um, Lux, which is a soap, fragrance soap. You know, soap is all about scent, correct? But we got the most unexpected celebrity to um, showcase the soap. We got a blind photographer. Hmm. So the blind photographer shot images of um, a Bollywood enjoying the fragrance. And those pictures were images that uh, elude a lot of um, immersive experience that everybody enjoyed. So I think it's just finding different ways to sell a product or finding different uh, angles to come in. Because, you know, if you start to sell a product that's predictable, like, okay, I'm, I'm going to sell a, an EV car and you show a car, that's predictable. But what if you showed, you know, petrol stations all you know, losing a lot of business because of EV cars, because they don't need any petrols anymore. Mm. It's just finding a new angle. Mm. Yeah. So, so with just, uh, uh, oh, Teg Wan Hin, the creative chairman of BBDO Singapore. No, I was just fascinated about the blind photographer. Yes. I, I like that dichotomy there. So how did you do that? Was it he, was, he or she was driven by the scent? Yes. And correct. that's how you yes, sell yes, the... Uh, so yes. the, the images were, yes. were scent-driven. Yes. So, um, yeah, I'll just touch a bit on that. Mm. It was a social experiment, so obviously the um, celebrity did not know about the photographer because he's wearing shades and stuff and then he shot a lot of photos. So the criteria was that he's able to, you know, smell the scent and, you know, give us, you know, his mind's eye on what he imagined mm. it to be. So we gave him a lot of free reign. And also we gave him, you know, in some ways um, uh, a stylistic approach. Towards the end, we revealed that the photographer was blind and that really shocked um, you know, everybody. At the same time, it gave a lot of um, PR presence. Mm. And so it was about selling fragrance more as an imagination in the mind's eye rather than a typical, you know, scent. That's is, brilliant. Yes. But now I'm curious to know, what's that line between creative conflict, which is overwhelmingly positive, as you've demonstrated, and creative argument mm. when you go too far and you start having members of the team say, no, that's too extreme, mm -hmm. that won't work. How do you find that balance that you stay the right side of creative conflict mm. and don't go into, what should we call it, creative extremism, for example? Mm -hmm. I think it's a matter of clarity in the brief, also the goal of what you want to achieve. So, for example, if you want to go into something a bit more extreme to cause a lot of conversation, yes, I think we've got to push the boundaries and go all the way. We also have our clients to consider in terms of the tonality. We also have uh, organizations to consider, you know, how far do we push? I think at the end of the day, it needs to engage people in any way possible. So, and it's about finding the connection, you know. So if the connection is a bit loose, it's a bit gimmicky, mm. to, to be honest. Yeah. But, you know, some examples I just shared with you, the connection is pretty foolproof. Yeah. And once if it's um, pretty logical, okay, it's logical in some sense, people will start to uh, believe that, that it's That seems workable. to be the key, logical. Yes, yeah. correct. There must yeah. be a logical I mean, connection. Correct. For example... Your I, Fortnite is a very good example. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. yeah. I think, yes, it's easy to combine stuff that doesn't work. It's easy to combine stuff that's a bit uh, weird. But at the same time are we able to sell in terms of uh, solving a problem? You know, creativity is about solving a problem. Mm. Are, we, are we, if we are able to achieve the goal that's set by the clients or our, you know, or anything that we wanted to achieve, then I think it's achievable. Yeah. 
You're talking to Tae Guan Hin, who is the creative chairman of BBDO Advertising in Singapore. Guan, over the years, you know, been here 20 years. Neil's been here tw- more than 25 years. It has been surprising to me on how bad a lot of the advertising actually is in Singapore, and I'll just state it that way, especially for many of the local products and the local companies. I think the the international firms like BBDO and others who are working on international accounts are, are playing at a higher level. Let me just phrase that. But how do you feel about the quality of advertising across Singapore in recent years? Is it getting better? Uh, because I'm still seeing a lot of when I see ads on TV or in the newspaper, some stuff that I'm just I shake my head and say, mm-hmm. was somebody actually paid to create that? Because it it's so it seems so basic to me. Mm-hmm. Am I being overly harsh on that? You're being overly brutally honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> not harsh. Um, listen, I've done my fair share of you know not so great ads too. I mean, people like to buy things that's a bit more familiar. Mm. Yeah, and I think with a lot of clients and organization, they tend to put their money where. It, they don't create any controversy. They don't create any confusion, right? Yeah. So I think the, the work is, you know, a bit more straightforward. But having said that, I think the examples I shared with you is finding a little twist in the way that I see how things collide. If the twist is maybe too big, then perhaps the clients might not get the link right. together. Where they're too conservative. Yeah, too conservative, yeah. 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 But if we need to push in terms of getting cut-through advertisement with a really low budget, that's where I think clients would take a bit more risk. Hmm. So it will depend on the risk factor with you know, the clients, with the opportunity, and also with how the environment is seeing. Because sometimes you don't want it goes... You know, you don't want to have a social nightmare to deal with when it goes off the rails at the same time. <laughs> of course. <laughs> here's, a, here's a philosophical yeah. question. Certain ads in the last couple of years I thought were quite juvenile. Mm-hmm. Some would say even puerile. Our listeners can probably guess which ones. And yet they were extraordinarily successful. Mm-hmm. What job does an agency have when it comes to do you dumb down to cater to the lowest common denominator or are you amoral when it comes to those issues? You just give the client whatever they want. If it's a dumb, in inverted commas, campaign, mm. but it's going to do really well, so be it. What role does an agency play in that? Do you dumb down to your mm. audience or do you try to cater to a smarter audience? <laughs> right. Okay, Neil, I think that's a very dangerous um, <laughs> that's why area. I that. <laughs> um, but I want to answer a question not about being dumb or smart. Mm. I think let's take you know the movie industry. Mm. There's some arts movie, right, that people go in kind of, hmm, do I get it? Do I not get it? But they might not make a lot of money, but it wins many awards. Mm. But there is the blockbuster movie that everybody understands. At the end of the day, we are still in a communication business and we're trying to create work that's engaging even to everyone. Mm. So I don't think it's about dumbing down or being smart. It's about making it entertaining. It's about making it surprising. It's about making it interesting for people to want to know more about the product. Well, and relevant to the specific exactly. market, right? Mm. Yes. Because your yeah. Fortnite game... But that's uh, very smart. 
was yes. yeah that wasn't aimed toward no 60 year olds yes. right that was aimed toward you know 20 year olds right yes. so you, knowing that market yes. i didn't say that was dumb but it was yeah, yeah. it was targeted i guess yeah, yeah. to the specific audience so yes. there must be that consideration exactly right? so uh, yes um, you do your personas and the people yes. that you're trying to advertise Correct. to i mean understanding mm. your audience is yeah. key in everything that we do mm. because i think if we try and target too many audience you get again a very bland participant yeah but at the same time, I mean, just to um, you know, re-emphasize, I think it's to create a blockbuster. So sometimes, you know, it could be a fantastic piece of music. Maybe the concept isn't so exceptional, but it really, really uh, relates back to the target market. It does exceptionally well. Fantastic. Well, let's bring it back to your book, Collide, Embracing Conflict to Boost Creativity, Amazon bestseller. Only released a week ago. Congratulations again. What are some of the key takeaways or points you hope readers come away with in mm. your book? Okay, there are a couple of points that I wanted to talk about, right? The first one is to consider Collide as a creative tool. Because when we think about coming up with ideas, we start, you know, with a blank page, pretty scared of, you know, where, where, where do we even start? And we always start with something that is a bit more predictable, or we start where, you know, the, the pressure is on us to deliver. So Collide is um, a way where you shift your perspective on thinking of things that are complete opposites, if you know what I'm saying. So let's think about, um, you know, like superheroes, right? Mm. So in the old days, you've got Superman, I mean, which um, is a very standard story, a hero, right? But today, there's a collision in terms of the anti-hero mm. and also about the enemies that, you know, um, Superman needs to fight. So I think when we think of um, ideas, we need to think about the enemies, the conflict, to make it a bit more real and relatable. So that's one way. The second thing is about, you know, obviously overcoming our creative blocks. We're always stuck, right? So finding um, this allows you to jumpstart in terms of, hey, for example, I mean, if you are in, in the room right now brainstorming on a particular object, you, you would then argue with me, hey, you know, Guan, that's not good enough. You know, why, why do, you tr um, do you want to try it a different way? I think that difference is what we're looking for. Mm. I've been to many jobs, right, when I was a junior. The creative director would tell me, hey, Guan, think out of the box, think differently. But they have no clue in telling me exactly yeah. what to do. Yeah. If I had someone to say, Guan, have you thought about, I mean, for example, if it's the, the job is about selling fire, have you thought about selling water? I'm just saying that complete opposite of collusion allows me to think differently right from the start, go. The old, the old uh, question, how do, you how do you sell snow to an Eskimo, right? Yeah. When they've got it all around them, what, what, is the, what is the actual thing they do? And so give us, um, for people out there who maybe are not in the creative industry or in the ad agency industry, but want to be more creative in their daily lives, mm -hmm. What, what's a starting point for them in the office? Maybe they're doing a standard job at some big company or a small company in Singapore. What's a starting point for them to perhaps think out of the box to start that creative process for themselves? Yeah. Where do they start with that? You know what? I think they start with something they already know. So I try and get them to write a list of things mm. that they would do. Yeah. So that's one list. Okay. And throw it away. <laughs> just throw it away. Interesting. Oh, yeah, just throw it away. Put it away, yeah. yeah. So collide, um, as one of the principles that I was just sharing with you, is to collide two familiar things 
to come up with something unfamiliar. So, for example, you could write a list of the things that you just give you an example. If we're selling, say, EV cars, right? On the list, you could write all the things that are about electric electricity, and on the right, you could write things about the automobile. Mm. And then through these um, lists that you create, you could then find connections that might not be connected. Uh, sorry, you could find connections that might not have been done before. Mm. And then something new will come up. So I think if you have two different opposite things that you want to talk about or to emphasize, I think that would be great. So one last thing. You know, we always tend to go to do something predictable to your own category. I would find something different from, uh, sorry, I would find uh, something that a cat- another category has done and also to, you know, change things around. Love it. Well, I can prove it. You've got Neil and Glenn, completely different, put us together. Mm. Great radio show. Magic. Fantastic. The <laughs> magic happens <laughs> thanks to your wonderful <laughs> advice. There you go. Taeguan Hin, the creative chairman of BBDO, the author of Collide, Embracing Conflict to Boost Creativity. Thank you so much for being with us today, Guan. Always, always great to see you and hear your perspectives. Yeah, thanks for inviting me, Glenn, and you. And yeah. where's your book available? It's available in Amazon in Singapore and Malaysia. It's coming out, um, you know, globally. Hopefully, in a month's time, in in uh, a lot of major bookstores in Singapore. Wonderful. Thanks so much. Thanks again for coming in. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.